Okay, Angelique Axelrod is our guest. The Learner is the short film. That is the English version. I don't want to say the French version of it because I'm going to get it wrong, even though everybody speaks French in my family except for me, and I should know better, but that's my issue. <laughs> uh, so really, I, I got to say, I really, really love this film. I watch a lot of short films, thousands every year. The metaphor of language and identity, I've never seen before um, in a short and I thought you executed it really profoundly. So kudos, like it's a, this is not an easy film to make because everybody's, that's why people steer away from language because is that, because you have to like, you have to interpret it. It's like, it's not, a, it's not an easy thing to do. So I'm curious about your, when you came, kind of came up with this idea for the short film. Um, I, I came up with the idea actually when I was living in um, Paris at the time. So in 2022, I have like a family, I have family over um in Paris and some family friend day with a family friend for two months and when I was there I was trying to learn French and like kind of coming to terms with like things about my own identity and um really starting to like cultivate this newfound freedom with like what it means to be a queer person specifically it was what um, I think I was pretty much experiencing during my time there um, and it felt and while I was trying to learn French which is I mean I don't blame you for being the only person in your family who doesn't speak French because it's such a hard like they'll say like I thought that I, I speak Spanish so I'm like oh this will be easy no problem yeah. but it was of course a lot more difficult than I had thought um, and then, yeah, so this metaphor kind of just emerged of like learning a new language and learning about yourself and your sexuality and different forms of your identity is like can feel so foreign and awkward and new. And sometimes you like don't know what someone's saying to you. And sometimes you don't know what like your self is trying to tell you mm. um, at certain points. So um, I just yeah, I just loved the metaphor and like the vulnerability that comes with learning a new language, too, because actually it was I'm studied Spanish in undergrad so um I had a lot of experience in language classes and I just love how like vulnerable you have to be and how like goofy certain parts are when you're trying to like translate and it can be like a super playful experience if you let it be um and I think that's kind of the same with your sexuality as well yeah and it, it's yeah it's so interesting and then the person that your character is in this class and they're forced to explain or like a certain encounter relationship and then they're discovering themselves while mm -hmm. the relationship so that's like i said i'm we're talking it's like it's kind of like a it's kind of like a novel the way we're describing it but you're showing it with visuals you're showing it with action so were you when you wrote the script you when you were like because you like you was the was the one conflict for you writing it keeping it visual keeping like the visual intact i'm just curious yeah it was definitely um difficult because it kind of has that like narration um, yeah. behind it that kind of has that more like novelish read to it um I think I actually worked with like a really great cinematographer in Paris Oriane Brunello and she was super helpful in kind of pinning down um certain parts of the visuals as well to help convey um to help it like flow a little bit better and not be so like um wordy at the same yeah. time I wanted it to definitely breathe as well um and I think with like the incorporation of the 16 millimeter, which we um, have at some aspects and different, like we also use some like 
footage from our BTS camera that we were like shooting on this little like tiny camcorder. But um, I think we just wanted to um, have the visuals Like we really were trying to go after this like queer gaze um, to amplify that part of the of the storyline as well. Um, so like visually, I think we wanted to make a distinction definitely between the classroom moments and then the flashback sequence. Yeah. Um, and then using 16 and other forms of, uh, and the BTS even that we ended up using um, was a way to kind of create like a, this different reality from what was happening in the classroom. So um, it kind of painted the narration a different way. If that yeah, makes sense. It gives us a different feel like the, the film style only like you're not when you're watching the film, you're like, oh, she's got a different film stock. It's like only when you're dissecting it is the emotion is when you're like, oh, that's there. there it's a different kind of vibe going on in that scene. Mm -hmm. And like not only from a from a filter standpoint, but also from from a film stock, I guess, like there's some 16 millimeter footage, I guess, wasn't there in, in your film? Yeah. Yeah, there is. It was Which actually it does anymore. Yeah, it was, I mean, my Bolex actually broke mid-filming, so uh, maybe that's why they don't use it anymore. But it was, like, it was fun. It was definitely, like, we hoped, we had planned to use more of it, and then we had some, like, technical difficulties with, like, my old Bolex um, that I was, like, lugging around Paris probably a bit too much. And then, um, and then that's when, after kind of in post-production, we, like, looked at all the filming and got, because you can tell it kind of has that, like, shakier quality to it because yeah. it wasn't like clicking in the the um sprockets weren't clicking in correctly so we ended this up is, having yeah, this is old like... school stuff can you i don't even know if you can fix well if you probably can fix it but it's probably gonna be really expensive because there's like nobody fixes those cameras anymore i guess now right yeah there's actually there's a place that's very like it's very and there's actually a great place in paris that i was going to where they also had like a lot of old like because mine was like a double sprocket camera so I needed like a specific type of film um but yeah it's definitely I think it was worth it in the end if I had known that it kind of also made us like work on our toe like when the film didn't develop as we as we had expected um that's when we turned to like the BTS camera that the main character Tachi who um, plays the learner in the film and it was kind of just like taking these like cute videos on their um, camcorder and then we were kind of looking through and I was like oh my gosh we could use this to get that feel that we wanted with the 16 because the 16 was supposed to represent these like moments of like the queer gaze or whatever of like the certain like signals that you get from people through their body language um when you're out or whatever like little things that you pick up on um yeah. and so we tried to then use some of the bts to get that um to get that same feeling um, or at least try to as we had planned it. Cause um, there's always, I mean, I'm sure you know as well, there's always something that happens in production during production that you was not planned. So you kind of just have to roll with the punches. So you wrote on the, on the blog interview that you're, you're staying with this, you're staying in Paris with a family friend. You got three weeks to go. You're go leaving in three weeks. You're like, Oh, let's just make a film. But yeah. what I what I read between the lines with that is that it's almost like it was kind of like a, I know this is kind of cliche, but it was almost like a therapy 
Like you're, you only got three weeks left. You got to, you found, found yourself and you know what I mean? I'm not trying to sound like the cliches, but you kind of found yourself over again. And then you're like, I want to, to express this in some way. And mm-hmm. you're like, was that, was that, was that, was that, was that like somewhat of a true statement? No, totally. It was totally a cliche, like a hundred percent. I was like, I, like, I mean, there's a, that cliche that like abroad changed me and abroad changed my life. Yeah. And I totally, you know, when I was in undergrad felt that when I was studying abroad in Spain and then being back in Paris, I felt that same thing of like, I feel like my life is like, my world is changing and the way I think about things just, um, and I don't, it's so funny, just like living in another like country can do that to you like so easily, just like being away from what you're familiar with. Um, even though like Paris is still pretty familiar, but um, yeah, I totally was like, a, I have three weeks left, like I have to do this. Like it was very, and then all the lines kind of started, all the stars started aligning a little bit um, just like after reaching out to Orion, who, cause we had like a, a Parisian, primarily Parisian-based team. And I honestly, I don't speak French. So like my French is just as good as the main character is French in that film. Yeah. So that was, um, it was really nice having a cinematographer who was based there, who could help, you know, facilitate the very fast um, production process that we needed to get the the film done. And then I had a, a friend who was studying at Sciences Po in Paris who has helped bring all the extras together from her friends. So it was really just like a having that, like um, that need from like, Oh, I need to, I need to somehow like make something from all these things that I've been learning here. And like, I only, I'm only here for a little bit longer. Um, Cause not a lot of times we like, it was like, I'm never going to have this opportunity to live in Paris. Like for, I don't know even how long, um, I don't know when I'll be back. Uh, so yeah, it was just a mix of feeling really inspired and like really like motivated to get to make something and then having um really like meeting talented people there and then having great friends to help help it all come together in a very quick um time frame. That's amazing. And what did, what about your uh, lead actor cuz who's the come um, very much the key to your film? Where did you find her? Yeah. So Tachi is actually so Tachi came from LA to shoot the film and Tachi and I had met on Maui because my family is um, is my mom's side's from Maui and Tachi grew up there and then we had met like I think the summer prior um, and kind of kept some communication and um, they're an amazing actor and like starting to dip more into acting and um, ended up just like working out and they are yeah the, the best performance award at the at the festival was like fully because Tachi is an, an an amazing performer and actor and brought this like energy to the to La Pronounce, who's the learner is the French translation or English translation and um just that playfulness that I was kind of talking about earlier that um that you can bring to learning a new language and uh, mm-hmm. that you can bring to learning about your sexuality I think they really like tapped into that and then what it means to like put yourself out there and then like pull yourself back in and like all that. I think they really demonstrated those nuances super well. Has she, was she been to Paris before? Um, no, that was her first time I think, or like for a while at least, but I'm pretty sure it was her first time. So it was like, it helped her almost like the fish out of water concept, like helped her because she's around this, this crew 
everybody kind of lives there and it's like you said the extras the people in the classroom and stuff like it's like she that must have really helped her with her uncomfortable listening her performance one, one would assume i guess right yeah totally because yeah we were like walk, we were walking around paris like doing the like things that you would do and you're like just taking in the city and then yeah. um this performance is very much about like a person in that same position and then like soaking up their time um in the city and yeah the uh uh, Cami, who plays um, La Femme, who is the person that that um, the main character meets at the party, is um, she's not actually from she's from Italy, but she has she is like speaks fluent French and um, is very familiar with the city and French language and all that. So I think that was definitely pairing them together in that way. And like like you said, having those dynamics already set before coming walking on a set was definitely helped it um run smoothly so you shot the film and then you like took the code then you went left and you like took the footage and edited in los angeles yeah so we started the editing process in paris and then um like i said my family's from maui so i was living in maui at the time the time difference was like crazy it was like 11 hours probably or yeah it was like 12 hours so like hopping on like calls was just like really it was became a little bit more difficult so then I ended up taking a post-production mainly to LA and we did we did shoot a second unit um we had like a little reshoot moment for part of the uh, flashback scene um in LA and then we had an editor Jackie uh, Carrier um is based in LA who did because Orion the cinematographer started with the edit and then we ended up transitioning to doing post-production over in LA gotcha and then so when you're doing the the edit and like are you are you like happy like what's your feelings when you're kind of putting it all together because it seems like such a fast process and then the it's almost like you have time to breathe a little bit with your with your film when you're editing it yeah totally it was definitely like a uh, kind of like a roller coaster of like the very fast production and then the, the post-production has been a lot slower um I think yeah post-production was interesting too because we, you know you have that when I decided to do the second unit in LA it was very limited what we could do because Tachi's the only one that lives in LA so the it, we definitely had to get pretty creative in post-production it was almost like a challenge like because it's like okay mm-hmm. We did what we could in the time frame that we had. There was no like going back on anything because like we had, we like really couldn't. Um, so I think it honestly was, it was pretty fun having, having that challenge. Cause then that's when, when I was looking through the 16 millimeter and like looking through um, just our like BTS footage, I was like, that's when those ideas came of like, wait, what if we use some of this? And what if there was a way, like, I think we just kind of like were puzzling things together differently than we would have if we had that security of like, well, we could just call everyone in for a reshoot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely was weird transitioning from the like very quick, quick, quick to finally having a break and then um, being able to edit and uh, kind of change the film. Um many times because it definitely has been has many iterations of the film that we're super I'm super happy about the final iteration and um excited because um I think also this whole journey has inspired a lot I definitely think there's a longer story that's come out of all this um 
So I'm working on like the feature version of Lacronaut now, which is kind of, it was almost like um, we made, we made the proof of concept before like the feature, like I'm kind of, it's kind of that. Yeah. Opposite. <laughs> yeah. Process that we've taken, <laughs> taken, which is like post to even like the timeframes were a little wonky and we didn't do any, everything like exactly like to a T how like, um, you know, like a, you might be supposed to, but I think again, yeah. it all worked out. So you want to make a feature version of this film? Yes. So I've written like first draft, writing many more. Um, and I just think, yeah, just the idea of the being abroad, um, the abroad changed me cliche, like the Emily in Paris, like <laughs> different, like younger, <laughs> yeah. younger and more gay. Uh, and just the I because I've talked to personally a lot of friends who when they studied abroad that's when they actually came to terms with their sexuality as well and like I think the language and the um and like caught in between identities even like being an American person in Paris like not wanting to be um perceived as American so then I was taking French and like trying to present a little differently and I think that's kind of the same when you're entering the queer community, at least from my perspective. Yeah, but I, it's, it's the perfect metaphor. It was like, I just yeah. never seen that before. I thought it was genius. Oh, it's like, yeah. But the, the interesting, because in North Americans, we generally, our, our interpretation of language is different from European and other in Asian countries as well, African countries, because there's so many languages in such a short time space. Like you, you, talk, you referenced the actress, like she's Italian, but she also knows French. Everybody mm -hmm. knows two or three languages, generally speaking, in, in Europe, right? So at least, but we only know English, right? Like, so it's, 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 the, our, our language is different from, from the European kind of template, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, you feel kind of like a little fish out of water being like, oh, like, it's so I easy. Felt, to I felt, when I backpacked through Europe, I felt like I wasn't that bright. Because yeah. I only knew one that everybody's speaking all these languages or like coming in and out of it. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. I'm only knowing English. It was like, what's wrong with me? No, fully. Yeah. That, that was like my experience a lot of the times. And like, yeah, even going into when you have when like someone speaks to you, like a waiter asks you like to go or for here in French. And then I would just be like, stare at them. And they'd be like, oh, like it was just like, that I just, you just get so used to those interactions when, um, well, at least when I was there. And then yeah. it was definitely like so uncomfortable at times, but definitely it motivates you to be like, not, I'm like, why, why do I only know yeah. English? And I kind of know Spanish as well, but. I totally see a feature with this film, like even her backstories, like there's like French, it's French films are very, like they're, they love their backstories. They love <laughs> yeah. going, you know what I mean? They love their flashbacks. So it's like, it's, it almost fits into the French, French kind of uh, style. Yeah. And, and uh, no, but just like, cause when you're learning the language, you're thinking in English and you're, you're speaking in French. So there's that kind of layer of like, you're, cause you're, you haven't mastered the language yet. So you're not thinking in the language. So you're, mm -hmm. you're interpreting your thoughts while you're speaking another language. So then, of course, discovery occurs within that kind of vacuum, I guess, if that makes sense, too. So, no, I love it. I think it, I think it's I, like I said, I, I loved your film. I thought it was really interesting. And and like you can tell that there's there's lots of potential here. So I'm happy to see it. When do you like do you have plans or are you just kind of like working on the script right now? Um, working on the script and like, um, I think. So my kind of like 
year plan is I have another short film that I'm trying to um, produce a little bit longer than three weeks, kind of really uh, crank that out and um, and alongside developing this feature um, script. So then hopefully at the same time that this new short film I'm working on um, is able to be distributed at like festivals and stuff, I'll be able to then have this script ready to go because I'm really like passionate about this this concept and this project and what what it means to me and like what I was discovering my queerness and like what like the language metaphor um it, I think it really if I were to see this film when I was still in that like figuring out who I was I think it would have really helped me so I'm super um this is still I mean developing the features is definitely like my top goal for the next year and then to getting um like a I know like Outfest does like a script development for um every summer I believe like the end of summer um so just hoping to uh, get another short film under my belt and then um hopefully get this feature out there eventually in the next next couple of years so your films at fest this films at festivals now it's doing well. What did you think about our audience feedback video that we sent you? I liked the audience feedback video a lot. I think it was um it was cool to have that type of exchange with um people who watched the film and seeing what they took from it and um and yeah, the feedback was cool because I don't think there's a lot of when you do like a QA after a short film screening, it's not as much like it's you don't really get feedback that way it's more yeah. like asking questions or whatever so i thought it was really interesting and i enjoyed it yeah they really liked your film a lot so they they, they i just want to make sure they got your film though right they they got what your interpretation was yeah i think um i think for the most part i mean it did seem like they did understand that um that it was like this the metaphor was emerging um I think if you're queer, you would understand, and I, I'm not sure the identity of the people who sent this back, but I had like a, another experience where I showed it to someone who like wasn't queer and they like didn't necessarily uh, understand the like, the sexuality portion as much, which I thought was interesting, but mm. um, definitely really good to keep in mind, especially as I'm like developing into the feature and ways to, um, to present it in still subtle ways, but in more um, in more accessible ways. Gotcha. Well, congratulations on this film. Uh, really great that you did this in three weeks, and you you basically went through the the post production. You had to do some reshoots, and you kind of it was like a whole experience. So, and you got some sixteen millimeter in it as well, <laughs> which I always love to see because it's like a obviously it's really obviously it goes without saying it's a dying kind of medium now. So. So I wish you the best with your next short and hopefully I'll be able to see it and wish you the best with the feature. I'm sure that if you're able to make it, it's, it's, it will be a huge success because I think there's something really interesting here. So, and you're a very talented filmmaker as well. So keep at it. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you so much for having me and like for all the things that you all have been providing the filmmakers who go through the festival. It's been super awesome. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.